0: Hey everybody, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious series a quarter hour at a time. Ooh. I am Zach
1: Becetta with me as always. <laughs> you you've impressed the guest already. Your intro
0: was spot on. He didn't know what this podcast was about.
1: I, I, did, I did not. He's just happy to be here. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll get the intros out of the way. Vita Lepicola is here, uh, yes. Anthony Ray Bench of
1: course.
2: Room room bitches.
1: <laughs> and mm. our guest today, my name is Juan Manuel Rocha. He's he's the he's the gardener from the last uh, episode <laughs> that we we're talking about. So one, you have not seen yes. these movies. I, I have never seen any of the Fast and
3: the Furious movies. That's why we have you here. So you know, I, I know that the Fast and the Furious movie franchise started in the '50s with that movie, So Fast, So Furious. Technically no. true. No, it was. So, it
1: was. No, it was just The Fast and the oh, Furious. The and so Fast and the Furious. So it was. It was yeah. produced by Roger Neil, Neil. Well, yeah, Roger Corman and Neil Moritz's grandfather. Neil Moritz is the producer of all of the Fast and the Furious movies currently. So he got the rights from his grandfather. To use the name and continue a okay, so legacy. History. That is actually kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And boy, wait! Before we go, we actually got to say, Juan, tell us a little bit about Ooh. yourself. Yeah. What do you uh, aside do? from the fact that you know nothing about the Fast okay, and so, the so Furious uh, yeah, movies? Okay,
3: so I don't know anything about the movies. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. So, uh, as, as some of you guys may know, uh, uh, Vito and I have been doing a show called Comics on Comics. Uh, we, the past few seasons, um, it's been um WonderCon, San Diego Comic Con, and Kamikaze, or
0: uh Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic Con, or rather now just Comic Cons Los Angeles. Yeah. No, but you don't play it down. You've done comics on comics for about a decade now. Uh, over two thousand eight, over 2008. a decade. Is yeah. it been a de- Yeah, we've yeah. been
3: doing the show for ten years. Um, I I remember it like it was yesterday when I v- told Vito the story. Um, you know, And I was like, hey, we really got to do a show. He was working at the Improv. And uh, I remember telling him, and I told him the name, and he was like, wow, well, it's genius. Don't say anything to anybody. <laughs> um, I'm paranoid. But also, like, um, the, I remember I, I told him, I was like, he, the first question he asked me, he's like, who's going to watch the show? And I was like, well, we're going to record it live in a theater, and we're going to podcast it. Literally, he goes, What the fuck is a podcast? It was podcasts were babies; they were brand new. So
1: I mean, yeah. So like Vito had never heard the word podcast before. Well, no one had, dude. Here's the funny thing: I I have to interject there. We'd been doing the podcast every year. I would go, "Hey, I have this podcast." People go, "What's a podcast?" (laughs) The year we were finally like, you know, maybe we should take a break from the podcast. I'd talk to people and they're like, dude, you should really have a podcast. And I'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. I've tried. I've talked about podcasts for nine years. No one cared. And and the 10th year when I'm like, I'm I'm getting a little tired of it. People were like, you should you really need to have a podcast. And I literally was like, fuck you. It's ridiculous. Hey, let's talk about the Fast and the Furious. Um, So Brian O'Connor is the character from the first
0: film. Who's Brian? He's, Paul, he's, Walker. The, he's oh, the, Paul Walker. He's yeah. the white guy. Oh, yeah. The whi- okay. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, So he, he had a, a case in uh, Los Angeles where he let the bad guy go. That's uh, Vin Diesel. A, they, bonded. A, they bonded, a, they bonded a, so a well. Yes. He's a lawyer. No, like a police no. case. Oh,
3: He,
1: he was undercover.
0: Oh, he was an yes, undercover. Okay. Exactly. Now you're being a
1: dick. Just let him explain the fucking story. <laughs> no, that's, that's
0: a fair question. <laughs> he was a cop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was undercover.
0: And so he he um, was a fugitive because he helped uh, a criminal. And so instead of like you know staying in L.A. and sorting things out, he went to Miami.
1: He went on the run.
0: So in Miami, the cops there have located Brian. They know he's there, and they've recruited him. To uh, take down this Miami drug lord. And the reason they select him is because they brought in the FBI to help with this case. And the FBI agent was also on the case in L.A. that Brian worked on. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> all this has brought us to where we're at now, where right. they have been hired as the drug lord's drivers for what? We don't know. Okay. But they are at this uh, club. No. that's They're going to go to a club to get the— No, the,
1: we're in the middle of the fight right, that's right now. Yeah.
0: We're, yeah. I, got, I got mixed up.
1: No, yeah. So they, <laughs> they, they basically got tested by the drug lord. They went on this. The, the, the cops thought they were on the run because they have their cars with GPS. Yeah, they got them. So they, the cops show up and the good guys fire at the cops because they're like, they're going to blow our cover. And so the cops now think that they've gone rogue again. And that's where okay. we came in with the fight. Yeah, so they go in to check to the, in with the their CIA. They've
0: returned to the headquarters, and they're still mad. Even though, if they were going to run, they would not have yeah, returned to the Yeah, they wouldn't have the come to the
1: headquarters. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they show up, and, uh, well, okay, so there, you have to understand there's the Miami Police Department, uh-huh. and there's also the FBI. Okay. So the guy who's in charge of the Miami Police Department is James Remar. Okay. Okay. So he is pissed at Roman Tyrese for for shooting at him and thinking that they're running and everything. So so they're in a fight at the U.S. Customs Office in Florida.
4: Okay.
1: Which is actually a fishery, which is hilarious. Oh, is it? It's it's a fishery. In the first movie, they used uh, like a movie star's home that they confiscated from in a drug thing. In this one, they're in a fucking fishery in Miami. Shows which you how how much of a shithole Miami Customs is. Office? No offense. <laughs> yeah. No offense. Anybody who's listening in Miami, we love you.
0: But it's a shithole. So the head of the FBI, Bilkins, or not the head of the FBI, but the FBI agent that's on this case, he, he pulls Roman away, and uh, Brian gets between them. Roman's mad at uh, Markham, Remar, because he showed up at the impound yard and nearly blew their cover. Markham explains that he didn't know Varone was going to test them right away and assumed they were making a run for it, even though they seemed to be fine with them going to Tej's garage right after the race.
1: Right. Well, that's because they're doing their criminal thing, right? Right. What blows my mind, and we brought this up last week in the last episode. Why would a seasoned veteran cop immediately think that these guys are on the run when they are clearly trying to infiltrate a bad guy's guy? Like they could have just been on the highway. Mm-hmm.
0: And the infiltration. And, I mean, it's like driving. Yeah,
2: it doesn't. The screenwriter doesn't wanted make it James any Remar to look like an idiot.
1: Yeah, but you know what's interesting is is during this fistfight. Um, there is a really good, you see that Rome keeps his like cool. Like we, so we've been talking about how the characters, like, uh, how they differ from in the first movie, you know, like, uh, Tyrese Gibson's character, Rome is basically like, uh, you know, he's a hothead, but in the scene he keeps his cool. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? He genuinely is like, and it shows that he was good as a criminal because he was able to not. Blow his cover in the last scene. So and I don't he's know, right. That's, that's hard. So when the yeah.
3: when when the scene begins, um, they uh, uh, the two main characters are fighting with yeah. each other. So the they, they had they had just come from the shootout. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. But
0: well, they're fine. But uh-huh. but the Remar, the Miami cop, he's mad because even though he knows the truth now, so I don't know why he. But yeah. I guess he's mad he because she got up. shot at.
1: Well, what happened was they were they were sent on a run on a mission to test themselves. He thought they were running because he was like following the GPS. So he shows up where they're at and pulls, and they're like, "The fucking cops are here." They're all these bad guys. So Tyrese Gibson was like, "This idiot's gonna blow our cover." Pulls a gun and fires at his car to show that he's not a cop. Okay, because they almost blew his cover. Yeah, and Brian That's where they're says, fist "If
0: Roman wanted to shoot Markham, he wouldn't be here right now." Right. Which, to be honest, was the first point in these films where I was kind of like, "Really." If 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 Tyrese wanted to like he's that good of a shot that like he's such a badass if he wanted you dead you'd be dead.
1: They were pretty close. They pretty were only close. a car length away. Yeah, you could true, you could true. you could fire into the windshield and probably kill a cop from there. Makes I, sense. Not a cop, you know what I mean? That sounded like I'm a professional <laughs> criminal. I've been watching The Godfather too much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shoot um, the cop, take the cannoli.
0: And there's again just like some really cool camera work in this movie there's there's a part like paul walker pulls his gun i guess that he had been holding as well and he puts it on the table the camera pans down and then it pans back up when uh bilkins takes it just a lot of really great camera work and there's this part here too where roman goes over to a bag of takeout food sitting on the table and picks it up and markham says hey that's mine and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the next shot is so great
2: because like, like, so <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest thing I've seen in this movie. And then
0: the next shot, yeah. he's sitting in the background, Roman, and uh, they're starting the conversation between Bilkins and Paul. And you just see Roman, the sandwich come out of frame. He's, he's eating start, the sandwich, it's, it's
2: framed so well, uh, perfect. I thought he's it was a burrito.
0: No, it was a, I think it's it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it looks sandwich.
1: like a Jimmy John sub. Yeah. if yeah. we want to get technical,
0: there is a lot of like Love really Jimmy good Jones. comic
1: timing in this movie. Like there's that's what lo- I'm saying. Like Ron last week, Ron swallow. Said he didn't like Tyrese Gibbs in this movie. I think Tyrese is really fucking funny and
2: and I think he brings a good energy to, to the movie. I mean, like the character is yeah.
0: supposed to be unlikable. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I'm, and
2: I'm with Ron on this. I think Tyrese <laughs> just comes off as way too corny, and it's the improvised lines. That's what yeah. it is. Hands
0: I think down. he he gets better as the character gets mm. better as the movies go. I would okay, say.
2: that that's funny you say that because in the eighth movie, the only one I, I've seen. Uh, he Was my least favorite
4: character.
0: <laughs> well, we'll get into eight. It might not have been his fault yeah. <laughs> again. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, I, I go to Universal Studios a lot, and they have that Universal ride. And he's corny as hell on that, too. <laughs> we need to do a, a mini episode
0: yes. where we go on the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We, we should do the podcast as we're riding Oh,
0: around. no. Oh, that'd
2: be I'd hilarious. totally be down to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, Brian tells Bilkins that he and Roman are going on a run for Verone. They don't know what. Or where it's going to be, but Varone said that he had bought a window of time from the cops. And Agent Dunn, at this point, offers to talk to some of the officers, but Bilkin says if they if them know that they've been, Bilkin says that if any one of those cops have been bought, they can't let them know their operation. So they have to keep it that's true themselves because
1: because it has been established that Varone has like eyes and ears pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. If 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 any of those cops are on the take, that it's going to get back to them.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So they have to keep this internal. They can't even try to find out who the mole is in their own department, which is kind of a departed type situation.
1: There's a mole right. in their thing, and uh, where are we? So they they, well, they suspect that uh, possibly Eva yes. Mendez's character is is bedonking. Well, Roman brings with, this up. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah. Sleeping with Varone, but it's not been proven or. But here's my question. Guys, we're all adults here, Mm. okay? We're all adults here. She is a fully grown adult who has been. In, she has infiltrated the supervillains for a year. For a year, and she's his mall. You mean to tell me they have not had sex one time in a year? Well, she's
0: committed to this she, undercover. But that's position. what I'm saying.
1: Like undercover cops have to do stuff all the time. We've He's all seen Donnie looking. Brasco. You got to shoot. You got to shoot as people once in a while as a cop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like cops in in the movies always shoot somebody and stuff because you you will blow your cover. How? Awkward would it be for her to be like, let's not have sex for a year? She's not a fucking Jonas brother, you know what I mean?
3: <laughs> right, she's a grown I mean, woman. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you know, she just tells ron that she's saving herself for marriage.
1: She's saving and herself he respects, for marriage. And, she and, he, and he's like, yeah, yeah. he's totally he's like, really great as an now. international he, criminal. I'm gonna respect your decision and not get another girl who's just as hot as you here in Miami. But right. that's the thing is, like, never find one. Like, but I love how Markham is so like take it aback, he's like, "You can't prove that." It's like, "What are you, a moron?" Like, of course she's sleeping with the guy. Well, but I would. Like, she'd still have say, to. I would still. You're probably right. Come on, she would have but to. But Roman
0: is still assuming. He has no proof.
1: You know what? Card of her own gets what he wants. Well, that's And if he true. wanted in those pants, trust me, he got. He's him already, those pants. We've
0: already seen her spanker
1: at least once. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's it's a given that she'd have to sleep with him. Well,
3: Unless he's in the closet and he's right. just overtly Cut like, He did
1: he just, there was a scene mm. that you missed last time where he got very graphic weird with a cigar and I was like, dude, Freud is like squirming in his grave. <laughs> well I mean yes, so. there, there was
3: there was all of these, you know, uh, the, the whole thing with a cigar when they're in the club.
1: Yeah, these movies are very homoerotic. And,
3: and the thing is that, like, at, like first off, you're indoors, right? So you're obviously not going to smoke. Why are you preparing your cigar right now to
0: do that? And then you're not even going to smoke
1: it? It was 2003. You could do that back then. <laughs> well,
0: All at, right. at this yeah. point, there, uh, Brian tells uh, the cops that Verone is going to be at the pickup for whatever it is they're delivering. And Bron- uh, Bilkin says that if they're delivering drug money, then they can pin money laundering on Verone. So I guess they're still trying to make this plan work,
1: which to me, I feel like it's not very it's good. It's a terrible plan. It's and really why bad. would Verone all of a sudden, after all these years of getting away with it, be like, I'm going to be there myself for this drop. This I mean, particular this drop, I'm going to be there. this is predicated
0: on him trusting uh, Monica so much because
1: she's that's, the And reason- that's why I think they were fucking it's got to be. Yeah. You don't trust a woman who won't put out for you for a year when you're a drug lord, okay?
0: Well, let's say that they were. she was his live-in secretary for like three months, <laughs> and then things got physical, no? Okay, you're probably right. Well, so Roman says that Monica is sleeping with Verone, as we had said, and that she may be compromised, which is when Markham asks Brian what he thinks, since he should know, quote-unquote, yeah. referencing Mia.
2: Oh, I love this part.
0: It was great. Yeah. It was really great, like, sort of fan service without, like, putting it in your face. Yeah. Fan service why? Because it's referencing all the stuff that happened in the first film. In the first without- okay.
1: film, yeah, he fell in love. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut no, up. No. off. He fell in love with uh, Dominic Toretto's younger sister okay. was- in the movie, and he he really fell in love with her, and he became compromised. But that was she kind doesn't of the didn't reason- know he was a cop. Yeah, that's uh-huh. kind of the reason cop. why he fell in with the bad guys and let him go at the end of the movie. Right.
0: And so at this point, Roman didn't know about this backstory with Brian, even though he knows he's got a history with with women, apparently. Yeah. And so uh, Roman asks Markham what he means. Markham tells Roman about how Brian flipped on Bilkins during a case in L.A. and let his Mark go, referring to Dom. Yeah. And that's why he's not a cop anymore and why he ran away in turbocharged prelude to Too Fast, Too
1: Furious. Right. Okay. And it's the first moment, I think, where Roman actually... You see there's a there's a close up cut of Roman kind of nodding his head and realizing, "Oh, Brian is not right. is not a sellout. Like he's actually still one of us."
0: I didn't necessarily pick up on that. That's interesting. Yeah, he, yeah, he I did I did notice that. Yeah, there's a
1: moment yeah. where he shakes his head and he's like, "Oh shit, you he know, still Brian's got some not integrity. Brian's
0: yeah. not foolish." Um so Brian says he doesn't know if Monica is compromised and Bilkin says they're going to keep
1: an eye on her, which you
0: presume they have been. She's
1: happen. on the team. There's also, again, not to keep bringing up that Gardner. There's an FBI <laughs> agent who is a gardener at Carnivoreone's thing. He's keeping. He has probably around. been. Hey, I think they're fucking. <laughs> like they has, It's it's happened. They knew it. Markham's just a tard. Totally. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Well, there's also this other
0: great comedy thing with Roman. Everything with Roman and the sandwich in this scene, I love. It's
1: very funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? You were you were pointing that out. I didn't notice it when I was mm-hmm. watching how funny he is with that sandwich.
0: Which is like, I mean, maybe that was improv on his part, but again, like the framing of the of the shot oh, the plays so amazing. much into it. Yeah. And there's a part where he like like they get up, he slams the half of the sandwich. Now that he's done eating, and then just it's like up the, the crust. Half. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny because it's the crust of the piece he's finished.
0: So he's eating you can all of Markham's sandwich. He's gotten sandwich. the
1: meat. Yeah, he's gotten the meat out of it, and he grabs the second half of the sandwich and, and walks that out of frame. That is so it's really like funny.
0: metaphorical of his character, isn't it? He's gotten the yeah. meat, and the rest he's just discarding. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah and he doesn't care about other people that That's it right.
0: belongs to
1: somebody else. Right.
0: This was He's in his psychological daddy. evaluation. He's got found. a
1: problem with authority, Juan, as That's you're right. going to find out in the next few minutes. He, did, right. he did he did repeatedly say that that, <laughs> that he does is, have a problem with authority. It is it's funny because throughout the whole movie they keep saying that. He's got a problem with authority. It's like most in most movies they say that. Like remember in Suicide Squad where they're like remember we're the bad guys and you're like then do something <laughs> bad because like you're not me, doing anything. Yeah, you're not doing anything bad. If you have to tell me you're a bad guy, you're not a bad guy. Right. But he does have a problem with authority. That's very true. Yeah, um, breaks people's car windows and lights cars on fire for no and, reason. And and Kick tries dogs. to steal their cigarette uh, cutters and yeah. This guy's Steals full of no bars. good.
2: What's that? Yeah. Steals candy. Oh my bars, god! Do you mean dogs. there's
1: a criminal in a movie who is actually a criminal? <laughs> what? So outside the U.S. Customs
0: Office, Roman asked Brian for more details about letting his man go in L.A. By but-
1: Customs Office, you mean Fishery. Yes. A fishery disguised as Sorry. a customs officer, yeah. or
0: vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian doesn't want to talk about it, and he delivers the worst line in the movie. He says, I said, forget about it, cuz. And his, it's, yeah. Which apparently was ad-libbed by Paul Walker.
1: I said, forget about it, cuz. Yeah, it's, it's it very bad. It just sounds
0: so unnatural coming out of his mouth. Yeah, cuz yeah. which yeah. I know was like a, a term in the early 2000s, but I don't know. It just made me yeah.
3: laugh. Yeah, um, one of the things that I, I that struck me about that scene is when um, they're using slang and then the uh, James Remore doesn't understand. What, oh do you, yeah. what do you mean you tapped that? Yeah. Oh yeah, what Bill do you, did you t- t- t-
4: tap her On the how. shoulder? What do you,
3: I don't understand. What
1: is this lingo you kids are speaking? You know, totally. Tapping her how? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Totally. These Bill cops. Bilkins <laughs> is so out of touch with the
0: kids today. <laughs> Bilkins is played by an actor named Tom Berry who I actually haven't seen in a bunch of other stuff but he is really great again in this. Yeah, role as he's, he's
1: pretty decent, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so, Roman and Brian get in Brian's uh, green car, and Roman says that with Monica and cahoots with Carter, Markham almost blowing their cover, and the two wired cars they're driving, things are getting pretty crazy. So, Brian says they need an exit strategy, which for some reason requires
1: two additional cars. Well, so they can't okay. be tracked, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's but, what it is. But but And, of course, part of the comic timing mean, you're talking about, he's eating that Santa, which he's like, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a great idea. I'm he's not still finishing like... the sandwich. Yeah, he's 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 tearing into that sandwich the way you think he tears into weights working out, like he is right. just going for it.
0: The way he tears into that scenery, right?
1: <laughs> yes. the the, meta, the sandwich is a metaphor for the scenery. <laughs> That's right, yeah. They were they were like they were like Tyrese. You literally are chewing the scenery. Give, me Let's sandwich. give this man a sandwich. <laughs> we'll work it into
0: the scene. So, to get these two unwired cars, they choose to challenge two of the drivers who took Verone's test earlier. It's Fonzie and Fabio, right? Fonzie and right? Fabio. Yeah, yeah. Who I don't think get, Fabio doesn't get a nickname until now. Yeah. Uh, but it is very fitting.
1: They are so, guys, I'm Italian. These are so stereotypical as Guidos that it's not even funny. Well, apparently yeah. Foz-
0: uh, Fonzie was a stunt guy on the movie, and uh, yeah. Singleton just liked his look so much. Yeah. He's like, "You're in the movie."
1: Yeah, he was one of the stunt coordinators on the first movie too. Oh, he's really? in, the, he's okay. in the BTS oh, stuff. Awesome. It's these guys are so stereotypical that, like, I'm surprised they're, they're not just saying lines like "Past the fazool and, and mia. hey, yay, yay, you're gonna ay, beat ay, us." Ay. I, I don't think so. Hey ho, hey, ay. over here, over there, over here. Forget about it. I'm
4: not why? Italian,
1: and I'm offended for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's it's like it's like The Godfather erased meets Joe. Seventy Keshi. years of hatred towards Italians, and too fast, too furious made us look like total marons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 bad.
0: Well, Brian and Roman are waiting on the street with Tej, Suki, and Jimmy, the mechanic who works at, at Tej's garage, when Fozzie and his buddy Fabio show up with their muscle cars and their middle-aged girlfriends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've said in this entire series of the podcast. That's hilarious. They, they were a bit haggard. They, 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 they were, were, they were a bit fitting, haggard. Too. They I mean, looked like they stepped out of like a biker bar <laughs> on like, I mean, like they've been smoking heavily yeah, for yeah, decades. Yeah, drinking. Yeah. It's, well, you know, maybe pretty... they've
3: been dating for a long time and they finally <laughs> got married. Hey, They've you know? been, <laughs> been in a long,
0: committed relationship all of this time. But you know, the only reason they're there <laughs> is if they win, they need someone to drive those cars. <laughs> Oh.
1: oh, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Which I that's was wondering, hilarious. too, why in the world is Jimmy here? Because they need someone to drive the two cars that are theirs, right. the two new cars, and then the car that Jimmy, Suki, right. and Tej drove.
1: So right, So need right. five
0: people total.
1: You're getting into some Back to the Future shit now know, with your with, your with your thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's way that's too interesting. much. Interesting. Yeah. And Brian is
0: wearing a mechanic shirt with his name on it, so he finally got rid of that T-shirt. That's good. Yeah, Brian only that wears was T-shirts. his name. His yeah, Brian. Name yeah, on the sh-
1: he's okay. not wearing the shirt ironically.
0: No. Okay. Although I kind yeah. of would have loved it if he was wearing a shirt that said Paul.
1: <laughs> right. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Why not? That's getting um, a little too fucking meta. Too meta. Yeah. He would have put that shirt on, and time and space would have ripped apart, <laughs> and everything you, would have been undone.
0: Did you notice what Fonzie was wearing? It's some kinda of like he looks like he stepped out of
1: fucking jersey, sure. That's all I well, know. Well it's
0: like this ugly Christmas sweater except it's got a race car on it. It's really weird. It's like a sweater <laughs> I missed that. But a race car on the front.
1: Huh. And in retrospect it's kinda cool but kinda not. Yeah, it's somewhere in between.
0: Like it's it's kinda cool, but like for a guy his age. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because these guys are, like, middle-aged. Yeah. And they're still, like, obsessed with car racing they and stuff. They love the cars. It's kind of sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we have to assume that they're kind of good. They just haven't sure, won any race in this I'm, film.
1: I'm sure they that they were at the local Frankie Valley concert when they got the text <laughs> that said there's a car race. Yeah. You know, grab your old old ladies and... uh, No, it was
3: actually the the, the freshman from first period who busted in. Right. (laughs) Hey, guys, did you hear?
0: The other 30-year-old... There's a race.
1: They want your cars. Hey, Fabio, let's go.
0: Yeah, Brian says they want to race for their cars, but uh, Fabio implies he just wants to fight. And then Ted steps up and says they need to settle this on the blacktop with a tag team race.
1: That's right. On the blacktop right. why sell so, it with your fists when you can settle it with wheels? So
0: Tej has his entire auto empire and they still have to go through this bullshit? It just seems like he's if they a, needed
1: an, another two cars, Tej could just... He's a he's a vast criminal mastermind, yeah. according to this movie. And yet, he doesn't have two cars.
3: Yeah, like, why, why, why not steal the two cars? Like, why do you necessarily have to win these two cars? Why can't you just
0: steal them?
1: Because it's an excuse to have a race in the, the middle of a movie. excuse to have a race, that's exactly uh, that's right. it.
0: Yeah. So, so well, they're about they're about to race, and uh, Brian tells Roman that they can't beat these powerful cars clean. He explains why, but it's in some kind of car language that I didn't understand.
1: One of the cars has a four hundred and fifty, and he says it'll break the Hemi. or four, something about
0: know. snapping a speedo. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess it means that if they try to go too fast, that it's gonna. Is this is this what it's like when
1: back. when like a muscle head goes to watch like a Star Wars movie and he's like,
2: "What the fuck is What's like a a Millennium Falcon?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause cause this this is the part in the movie where I fell asleep. Yeah, uh,
0: I was wondering what was going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> so they said uh, Brian says they have to save the spray, quote unquote, for the return trip. We're referring to the NAS, yes. because Juan, you it's may now not know this. the spray. The spray. That's right. <laughs> Nas plays a very important part in this entire series. Nitrous oxide system. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nitrous oxide
1: system. system. (laughs) Correct.
2: Okay, correct.
0: Now, with the first leg drivers, Roman and Fabio, on the starting line, Tej explains that the first team down the street and back twice wins. Tej says that whoever loses is going to hand their keys over or they will be physically harmed requiring medical attention.
1: He, he, he literally says, if you don't hand those keys over, you're going to be eating breakfast through straws.
0: Oh. Yeah, he looks at Fabio and says that, and he looks at Roman and he says, that includes you. Yeah. Does he do that with a wink? Like, are they all in no, on it? No, that is an or, implicit or is this-
4: threat.
3: Now he's are, got street cred. Are, are there actual stakes to this race? Like oh, so, yes. so yes. leading yes. up to
1: it, is there yes. a chance that our two heroes could lose this? Okay, so sure. what you yes, there is, and what you missed was that Fonzie and Fabio were the two dudes who pulled guns. Are they they were they were the ones behind. Okay, so when when what's his name pulled the gun and shot at the cop, those guys they were competing against them to get the job. Okay, yeah. so they beat those guys. So those guys have a grudge against them anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I kind of I kind of stumbled oh, yeah. through no, that. that's good to yeah, know. Yeah, so Fonzie and Fabio basically do not like Brian and and uh, and Roman because they took the job that was they thought was theirs.
0: Although they were willing to meet them on a dark street in the middle of the night for a random race. Right. That's interesting. And also, bring your girlfriends. Yeah. 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 So they think
1: they're getting their revenge, essentially, and and they're going to take their cars and they're going to get their dignity back. Right. That's that's kind of what's going on there.
0: Um, And also, at this point, Tej looks at Fabio and says, comprende, which is Spanish for do you understand? The closed caption just says, speaking Spanish.
1: I feel like they so, could have said, comprende. There was, there was some guy working in the titling department, but they were like, you sure you can like do this? He's like, yeah, I'm great. And they came up and he was just like, speaking Spanish. I don't know what yeah. this word is. I, my,
0: my Spanish is terrible. I know what comprende
1: means. You're like, they're like, it's comprende. Do you know what that means? And he's like, uh, it's ironic no, that comprende. he doesn't understand yeah. what do you understand means in Spanish. That's yeah. fucking
0: hilarious. I know, right? Yeah. Um, and so this is the part you were talking about so uh, oh wait cut that part out Mm. (laughs) sorry (laughs) no worries Roman and Tej's crew are talking shit to Fabio Rome is overtly confident and then Fabio revs his car and it's like the whole car moving and Roman's face just kind of falls yeah that's a great shot they do a great job of making you think yeah the other guys could win and should win this race for all intents and purposes yeah so I like and that. A by lot.
1: the way, don't forget that the subtitles for that were engine revving on uh, on Rome's car and then it was like <laughs> engine revving heavily. Yeah. Like like on the other guy. So yeah, so yeah. so anybody who is hearing impaired is like that Needs car's fucking fast. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. <laughs> Sorry for anybody. Well, no, because nobody, hey, let's face it. Nobody who's hearing impaired is listening to the uh, podcast. So well, that no, means no the though. That's, that's the true. Yeah, you we may cut that. You may not. Out, yes. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, and also thought it was interesting, too. Brian, uh, Roman is giving himself a little pep talk similar to how Brian does in, in part in the one. the first film. Yep. He's got, we got to smoke this guy. We got to smoke this guy.
1: So I like that. Yeah, more homoerotic uh, writing as well. We gotta smoke this guy. What? What? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean by smoke this guy? That's Bilkins. What do you mean by smoke this guy? Smoke him how? <laughs> you mean roll him up in paper?
0: <laughs> and uh, so this is exactly what you were talking about, Juan. Tej is about to do the ready, set, go when Suki steps up to do it instead. Why? It's, I mean, you're right. It is typically like a hot girl. she's probably sleeping yeah. with the director. But she doesn't do anything. She just raises her arm and says, ready, go. Yeah. That's she doesn't it. even
1: say, ready, set, go. She right. goes, ready, and go.
0: Yeah. She's just yeah. a hot girl that gets to start the race. And that's- yeah. You
1: get, she raises her arms. You see her belly button a little bit. It's a yeah. sexy shot. Yeah.
3: No, and, and like, and no they complaints use, here. It's like the classic shot, which is generally the camera starts like, at the top of her head, and then it slowly pans down. That will be
1: up. in part three.
3: Oh. Believe th- it or I not. I think that is a yes.
1: Justin Lin edition. Yeah. So that uh, actually that but, does but happen like a in a the third 1950s,
3: movie.
0: That's a very 1950s,
3: you know, well, like anytime I've seen, uh, you know, the, the race car racing for pinks, that is the, the classic. Start on the top of the head, camera pans down, moving up, the cars zoom by, and, and then, you know, the camera goes in between the girl's legs and
0: she turns around. Very stylized, you know, Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, that's what's interesting is that, like, specifically the starting of these races gets, like, more and more heightened as these go. Because yeah. in the first one, it was literally just a guy going, just dropping his arm and saying, go. Uh-huh. Now it's ready, go. And the next one is going to obviously be ready, set, go. Right, So they're right. building on this slowly. Ah, I see. Okay. Now, Anthony, how, how are you feeling about this movie so far? Has this brought you around at all? Oh, also, uh, because I'm not entirely sure, um, what,
3: how far into the movie is the scene? Are we in the first this act, second act, third act?
0: Uh, second act. It's roughly second say it's act. about
1: 45 minutes. Okay. We're we're watching 45 to, to 60 yeah. essentially. Okay. So yeah, this is so. This,
0: you're up to the hour point at the end of this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now Anthony. Yes. Do you do you care about these characters at all?
2: Um. Okay. So in the first episode, I said that I liked Brian. In the second episode, I think that uh, Roman uh, kind of stole his thunder. I think that Roman is an entirely way better character. I would agree. But I can't stand him Right. still. I just, I think that it's kind of weird. Like Paul Walker just kind of cowers when he's on screen with somebody else. Like he becomes the second fiddle. Um, I'm having a hard time arguing with you. It's true. Like, I I was really impressed with, you know, how he got out of the car. He kind of had this cockiness. A swagger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's all about Roman. Well, I think it's kind of... No, um, go on. Sorry. The thing I don't like about Roman is just the corny dialogue. It does feel improvised and not... Well, like it, this isn't a Judd Apatow movie, mm-hmm. you know. I, I I think it does need. <laughs> if it
1: was a Judd Apatow movie, it'd be two hours longer and unnecessary. <laughs> right,
0: there'd be a half Sorry. hours worth of ju- unnecessary jokes. <laughs> I like Judd
2: Apatow, but anyways. it wouldn't
0: be as fast. As- yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right,
2: but it would still be furious Um <laughs> and unfunny.
1: Sorry, go on.
0: But you don't you're you don't feel you're not angry at the movie.
2: No, it, it, it's hard for me to focus on the racing stuff because my brain just automatically tunes out but there's colors (sighs) yeah shiny the colors are great and I do like that you know certain characters are kind of color coded and Mm -hmm. designated by the way Bilkins, Bilkins is always wearing yellow
0: yeah, that's
1: and true. And Markham is always wearing blue, and Dunn is always wearing red. So they I'm have sure the three primary colors in all the scenes. Driving a yellow car too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If,
2: if they,
0: they race,
1: they, so they would be kind
0: of cars that color. Yeah. It's got
1: a very speed racer vibe still.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, a, a movie that you know has the the racing and the driving and stuff like that that I do like is Baby Driver, which came out a couple years ago. Love that movie. Remember, right? Love that movie. And love reason, it. The reason why isn't because of the cars, isn't because of you know the stunts and everything like that. It's the way that the cinematography. Like synced up with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was almost yeah. like a dance choreography. Like, right, it was a cars. music video. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with plot. It was mm-hmm. great. And and I love that. This it's just it's racing, man. And that's not my thing. I don't like racing games. I don't like racing movies. Well, and the the characters aren't strong enough to you know draw me in like they were in the first movie.
0: I would say that is true of this film. Mm-hmm. I, and I and I think and hope you will you will find there to be more substance in the following sequels.
2: Mm. Okay, I'm open-minded. Like I,
0: I, you're you're in for the long run, Anthony. You have yeah. no choice.
2: <laughs> I, I ended up liking the first one a lot more. I knew you than would. I thought I would.
0: This yeah. this one I thought was going to be the the hardest part, but we're we're making it
2: through. And it's not that this is like atrocious or offensive. It's just not my thing. Mm.
1: There's definitely it's, a goofiness. It's less. It's let's face it. No offense to John Singleton. This movie is way less intelligent than the first film. It doesn't. It doesn't have a lot of the same thought put into it. That, and, that yeah, and that I, the first I feel like did. a
0: lot of that is maybe the the universal the studio yeah. less than John Singleton. Like yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they had their idea, and I don't know, but they had their idea of what they wanted this to be, and that's what it is. Well, I mean, remember by I, the
1: fourth film they start to solidify and they become something. It's like they start to transcend at that point. Yeah, but like Rob Cohen said they didn't know what they had the first three movies which is why they kept doing an anthology mm-hmm. series like they had no idea that the movie was supposed to be about family and that connection and yeah. so they just made race car movies for the first three movies mm-hmm. thinking that that was what the fans wanted but it's maybe,
0: like no, go on, sorry.
1: but what they wanted was a
2: rock no sorry maybe I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast or maybe I just mentioned it to you guys but you could take that first movie and you can cut all the car stuff out and it would still be like a, a solid movie. It still makes movie. sense. Yeah. yeah, it would still be a great character piece. This one, if you took out all the car stuff, it would just be garbage. It's, it's about quite. two men
1: fighting constantly, just
3: If we took out the, the car racing out of the scene we just saw, it'd be like a three-minute scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know.
2: And that doesn't appeal to me. So I, I hope that answers your question.
0: It does, and and I apologize because we're about to describe a race right now. Uh, I'll well, okay, so over here, you know, <laughs> Anthony,
1: where are you going? Well, movies are, So, are so one of the right things now.
3: that I was hoping for, um, that you know, again, there have been eight of these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Was that they
0: use the races as storytelling tools? I right? think I, in this one, John Singleton does specifically say he wanted each race to be part of a story. Yeah. Okay, so, so like, you know, like,
3: I don't feel as if I got much character development in this one race that I saw. Mean um, you know, a guy, fair. a guy yelling "Eat it, sucker!" Yeah. isn't
1: character development,
3: R- right? You know, so so the guy, like you know, um, Tyrese's character, he's sitting there, he's all like, you "No, know, gotta go fast, gotta go fast." But you know, you're cheating, right? You've got the nas so I was wondering
1: about that too. So you're
3: like, okay, so who are you doing that for? The benefit of the audience? Are you doing that? He was like, are you putting on a show for your opponents? You're like, oh, I'm so scared now, you know. And then like, why the reaction when the car goes really, really loud? He goes, oh no, I'm in trouble. You know, I understand that you're, you're trying to build up tension, but why would he feel that way and not just be super cocky like, I'm just going to smoke this guy?
0: Well, in fact, like, it's funny mm. you say that because Ro- yeah, Roman's saying stuff like, I run these streets, and he just got there. He yeah. hasn't been there long enough to run
3: the streets. Right, exa- and and you know, so it's that juxtaposition of, yes, I'm the greatest in the world, and oh,
1: no. You know, and it's like, where I think are what you're trying to say is that Roman Pierce has a small dick.
3: <laughs> or oh, no. or they're not entirely sure what direction to go his character in. Yes, right.
1: yeah, 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 I get yeah, that yeah. sense too. So you know, it, he, it, I I hate to tell you this, that kind of carries throughout the rest of the series because like I've always found Roman Pierce to be he's like comical. They make him almost completely inept, but yet he's a part of this team that's like dropping out of airplanes and shit but in I cars. Say, well, but he's sort they, of an they inept frame it, dude. it in a it's way because like
0: it it seems like his his mouth and his ability to distract are his skills.
1: It's a superpower.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that that's at least, that foundation is at least laid here. And, and again, maybe this is credit to Justin Lin, they were able to build on that in those later films. And, as opposed to uh, maybe Fate of the Furious, where they kind of change how the characters right. act. But that's yeah, yeah. that's getting far far in the in the future. Um, so Fabio pulls ahead with Roman still talking his shit. Uh, they make the turn uh, with Fabio way ahead, and Roman hits his nose.
1: He's got to be like a block ahead. I oh, mean, it's, yeah. it's a huge distance. Ahead. He's
0: he's got quite the lead, yeah, for sure. To the point that you really wonder how would they ever be able to come back well, this yeah, in real life. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, and then and then so so uh, Roman is getting close to passing Fabio. He sees him in his rearview mirror, and he's able to like knock a sign on the side of the road into the way of Roman's car, causing no yeah, wait. That was out. Brian,
1: wasn't it? No, or no, no, no that no, wasn't. Right. Okay, yeah. I lost the. Uh, okay,
0: yeah. So Roman like spins out on the side, and and Fabio finishes his leg of the race, and so Brian is way behind.
1: And that's that's the line where he goes, "Eat this sucker!" Right? Yeah, Isn't yeah, that yeah, where yeah. he like? Not, and how did he manage? It's like magic driving. Like, how do you hit something so perfectly? Me- yeah, it was a it was metal sign. like he's playing sign. pool with a metal sign. He, like, yeah. hit it just right to spin it in front of Roman's yeah. car.
3: And also, if I'm in a race, I'm not really going to care about the condition of my car right now. So I would drive right through the right sign. Right through that motherfucker. Because if, if by touching it, it just threw it into the uh, into the road, you will be able to just ride right through it. Like, it's not going to stop you. You know, if it was a huge barrier or a concrete barrier or something, or they
1: drove they drove through a concrete like, barrier yeah. earlier on. So, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so you know, that like, shouldn't oh have scared no, them at all. Sign,
3: Flavin the oh, yeah.
0: It's a paper sign.
1: got It's a sign in the car with the oh my. Oh no. <laughs> We're
0: bringing Jesse back. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so, Tej and, and Sookie are worried because Fob- uh, Fonzie takes off and, and Brian's just sitting there in his dust. And, uh, Fonzie's making the turn way ahead of Brian when he starts his leg. And so as he's coming back, Brian gets in his lane, and we get the first game of chicken in the Fast and Furious series. Okay,
3: so this is the first okay chicken. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, Brian, I think, is just committed to this thing and is not going to turn, and Fonzie pulls out last minute, and so... He goes, it turns
1: out Fonzie's a bit of a wuss. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? What are Aye. you going to do? Aye. Brian they, was not going to sh-
3: Fonzie jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I like I don't understand, you know, if, that's if true. you're in a race and, you know, there are two cars on the line, why are you going to
0: play chicken? He has no choice but because he does, if he lets him go, he's going to win on the road. So, no, that's the question. Why doesn't Fonzie just get in the other lane?
3: Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you're you're there to win. And this guy's trying to mess you up. Not only that, but, like, you know, you just swerve out of the way. Like, you don't have to, like, jerk it to, you know, and then spin out. That doesn't make any
4: sense. And his car
1: stalls. Fonzie's really the dumb one here. Yeah, his car stalls. Well, it's (laughs) – look at the sweater he's wearing. I mean, am I right? Am I (laughs) right? That's
4: a good point. Am I
1: right? So,
0: Fonzie pulls out last minute. His car stalls, like you said, which gives Brian just enough time to catch up with the help of a little Nas. Like
1: how would he know that was going to happen is my question.
0: Well, Nas-sense.
1: Yeah, that's true. Ah,
4: yes. we've,
0: we've determined yeah, yeah. that Brian yeah, is true. one of the characters in this series that has what we call Nas-sense. Nas-sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, right. anytime it has something related to a race, he can kind of predict the future. Yeah. All right. He <laughs> yeah. sees
1: the probabilities. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so he's neck and neck with Fonzie. They're taking turns, being in the lead. It's back and forth. And Brian does something, downshifts, maybe. I think whatever he does, car people would know.
3: Okay. So, well, I mean, I do know that, that you know, the, I imagine the American car is, you know, standard, right? and the european car or the japanese cars are, are stick shifts so that's why you know when they show the really bad cgi of the race yeah. <laughs> um you know like one car's pulling up ahead well because he has to down sh- you know when you shift to a gear the, you know the engine has to slow down before it catches up again so that is why it kept going you know back and forth um
0: but so yeah, do you know that- what he did at the, what brian did at the end to give himself that nudge uh, I I don't I don't know what gear that would he, be. He he did upshift.
1: Secret, like well, he upshifted again. I think I read on, on the on the. Um on the trivia stuff that like he somehow that car has like eight gear shifts or something it's like a weird car uh-huh. he somehow shifts like nine or ten times like basically it's movie shifting yes. you know where like he finally is like into that last right. notch even though that last notch had happened like three notches ago that's kind of what really they really into
0: cars is like right. yelling at us right now
1: yeah they're like you stupid sons of bitches
0: <laughs> you fucking Fonzies <laughs> you, you us. yeah so Brian and Roman win the, the cars and they leave Fonzie Fabio and their girl <laughs> girlfriend stranded who knows where and i pointed this out i love how the movie has what are essentially video game defeat screens yeah which is just like that you know in like street fighter or something where you see kind of the the fighter that lost sad with the music (laughs) yeah and something like like little text below him like missing hair i guess i couldn't win this time or something like that
1: dude i love i love the line that roman yells he's like He's like, use them bus tokens, partner, which implies (laughs) that they gave them bus tokens to get home. It's like, that's how far ahead Tej was thinking, first of all. And then second of all, I called that shot the saddest guidos. That is That is that shot. It looks like a painting. Yes. Like, like, a, like a fucking impressionistic painting. The saddest guidos. They look like the after photos of like a boy band that like just did Can a signing at a tour. mall yeah. and, like, and like nobody came and they took a photo of them and they're all like like forlorn and kind of depressed, you know, and it's like they're Do the. We still and, play, and then the women also have this like sad look. The ones still clinging like Fonzie, and I called them like the two most forlorn Guidos I've ever seen. Oh, no. It's like it's just like this. It's like a terrible, sad painting that would sell for like four point five million dollars. Right. I'm getting sad it's, just thinking about <laughs> it again. Yeah, they're the saddest Guidos. So I mean, if if these are all underground,
3: underworld uh, characters, mm-hmm. nefarious people and you just lost the race
1: why are they just willingly giving up their keys like that's the rules buddy Te- but they- okay they did establish in the movie though that tej is kind of like the king of the underworld in Miami. Yeah, he's he like the head like the first few minutes. guy. Yeah, yeah he's oh, okay. he's he knows everybody. So basically, first of all, it would get around right, that, they, that they that fucked him. And second right. of all, he did say you'll be eating breakfast through a straw, which implies that his people would kind of take care of Although,
0: it. Although, so yeah, they kinda I, I was going to say, I don't know who was there that could have enforced this rule had right. Fonzie and Fabio
2: not wanted to give him yeah, the Yeah, if cars. they pulled the guns that they had earlier. <laughs> exactly. he'll, but, but call a guy and be like, get over here in four minutes That's and right. 30 I, seconds. I need two knees. Yeah.
0: Four knees busted. Well,
1: but there also is the question, guys. That and this this is something that was set up in both movies. There's a code of honor that the racers have, mm-hmm. and so those guys realize that they lost, True. even though oh, even though okay. Brian technically was kind of cheating. I mean, oh. no one said anything about pulling out. You know, a game of chicken in the middle of a race it's when all you're is losing. Fair I mean, and love war was, and street racing that was somewhat unethical on yeah. Brian's behalf. But also, but
3: like if he is uh, as as you guys have said, the under you know, the kingpin of the Miami underworld. Can't he just get two cars? That's what I'm yeah, yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can he just... This is unnecessary to yeah, begin yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Hey, Tej, I need two cars. Great. I've he got them in owns, my garage.
1: He owns a garage, for Christ's sake. You know what? He in would fact, know somebody who I has cars. He even my car. <laughs>
4: yeah. Right,
1: right, right. Suki Suki has like three cars in the That's movie. That's right.
0: But, you know, woman like, is not going to drive a pink car. Because oh, well, all she, of the, sure her cars that. are pink.
1: Okay, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Actually, I would have but, loved to see that. You know, and so that night, pink Brian car and with a goddamn dragon on it, motherfucker, Brian, <laughs> I'm gonna I have
2: kill to you. It. The pink car,
0: because what? Brian's got you. It's yeah. a convertible.
1: Because Brian's the mastermind, and you just drive the pink car, Roman. You're the
0: sidekick, buddy. And so they, uh, Brian and Roman, head over to that uh, Pearl nightclub, and they walk up to the door guy and have this exchange. Door guy,
1: what's your name? Brian. We're guests of Mr. Varone. Could you please do that? Can you please do that in his voice? Yeah, what's what's your name? And then you do the Brian. We're guests of Mr. Varone. And I imagine him going, what is that? Armenian? What kind of a (laughs) name is what guests of Mr. Varone? What does that mean? (laughs) No, tell them your name, Brian. I know, it doesn't make
0: any sense. It doesn't even (laughs) answer the question. How old are you? Uh, you got
1: sandwiches? Let me in. Yeah. You guys got anything to eat? Uh, we hungry. We're hungry. These, these must be Mr. Verone's guys. That's right. He said they have a problem with authority. If anyone comes up, has a problem with authority, and says they're hungry, let them in. As as a former doorman of a club, yeah, you would I can, know. I can tell you that if I said, What's your name? and the guys said, We're guests of Mr. Verone, I'd go, That's nice. What's your fucking name? <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> the name the I need to see some IDs. Yeah. So
0: we go inside, and it's packed. Roman calls it a oasis, which Anthony pointed out could not be said probably today. No. Or it could be, but it would be frowned You
1: upon. have to be a celebrity to be able to get away with shit like that. That's you know what I mean? sadly true. Like, well, you, we, you, we plebes can't the, say that the, kind of stuff. The
3: bad guys would say it now. Right? Yes. Like, that's not something right. a line a good guy would say. Totally. Right. That's right. now how the lines of And Brian
1: would be like, watch your tone. Yeah. A voice around these exquisite women. Well, so,
3: so uh, in watching this scene... Um, what? And, and yeah, what, virtue, signaling, virtue yeah. signaling. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I noticed that struck me with this scene is um, this scene is basically the Merovingian scene in The Matrix, right? Yes, they're it still, is. They're talking. Yes. They're talking. You know, they're they're talking about sex, and the, the woman off in the corner is you know getting that guy right. That Holy shit! That's exactly the scene. The exactly the exact same thing that the Merovingian is talking about with eating the cake. Mm-hmm. Only that is subtle. Right, it's metaphorical.
1: It's like she about to have yeah. an orgasm. You see, like the Matrix orgasm happening, yeah. which is um, mind blowing. You know, and then
3: you know, so that immediately puts me it's like, oh, Ava Green's character, she's you know, obviously you know, Eva, Eva, you know, Eva Mendes, doubles, Eva Mendes, Mendes. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, she's the uh, uh, um, uh, a double agent, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's, it's good set, it's fucking setting, guess. It's setting all that up, you know, because again, they're they're just using these classic tropes. And then you set it in the in the uh, um, in the bar and you have all these women dancing around because you need to make that visually interesting. Right. Right. So there's this juxtaposition, I mean, not juxtaposition, there's this, uh, uh, you know, uh, all this information you need to get out so the only way you can do that is by having women scantily clad. You know what? Around. John
0: Singleton actually said exactly that in the commentary about it. Yeah, how he yeah. had all these all these uh, dialogue scenes and he wanted to have them visually interesting so people didn't get bored. And so every time there was That's dialogue, really he tried smart. to fit something in like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So and you that, are on
3: that, the nose. That, that obviously comes across in that in that scene. Um, and, that is really smart. And, and again, he's, he's, he's trying to, you know, from the very beginning, he's, uh, uh, you see him cut open the, the cigar, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he's going through this whole ritual that he never completes, right? You know, and then he's always picking up the cigar. And, and uh, you pointed out how um, uh, uh, Tyrese's character is trying to steal. The, the thing, and you said that, that was the second time that happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's about to, it right,
3: still the
1: second time. Yeah, that now. happened okay. actually in last week's episode. Like, he tried to pick his pocket. Uh-huh. He acted, he was like doing this like, ah, ha, ha. And then he's like, a, a funny joke, Mr. Roman. Now give me back my uh, cigar, you know, cigar ah, thing. Interesting. Yeah, so would so. you say
0: that this is the douchiest of the Fast and Furious movies? Because even Brian's character has a touch of douche in this movie.
1: I would have no
3: idea. Oh, I guess right. Yeah, the one I'm asking the room. room. I would say
1: oh. yes. In, in all of the ones I've seen, this would be I, the easiest. The scene. weird thing to me is how you guys just pointed out that like he would always couch the stuff. It's it's like giving your dog a pill. You have to put it in the peanut butter. Yeah, and and the dog is like, it's fucking peanut butter, <laughs> yeah. peanut butter, and there's a little crunch in there, and then there's peanut butter, and like that's what he's doing with the movie, and it's kind of like he underestimated the audience's the audience. intelligence.
0: Well, he didn't know that Anthony does want to hear the, the dialogue. Right,
1: right. He will pay attention. Well, you know, the first movie had hot girls in it, but they weren't, like, there to distract you from bad dialogue. They were very, yeah. mad, like, mm. believable it, it hot girls the
0: in the world. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. still hot, but yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah, it's like, weird. the we camera didn't
2: linger on them for, like, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and the scene was really quick. They go in
3: and they go out. And you know, and you justify, juxtapose that with, um, uh, I guess, the Suicide Squad Joker scene, and again, in in a in a party and stuff like that. And you know, that that just goes on and on and on, and that it doesn't end, and, and it doesn't do anything right. for the movie.
4: It you know? do Whereas this thing. scene,
3: it, it seems as if okay, this is important, almost like they had know? better editing. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yes. Or any editing. Yeah, right, right. One one does beggar the question why it takes place in that it's it's you're you know, now the more that I'm thinking about this, the more it's like making me see the the weak skeleton beneath you know the the skin mm-hmm. it's because it's like they really do have multiple scenes where he's like me be here at the club they get to the they literally walk through the club it's all these hot women that he's like let's get out of here and they're like yeah. we just got here right and it's like yeah but now that i've showed you the boobs <laughs> and we can and the audience is like has their mouth open they're receptive here's some dialogue to move the story forward it's like now that you see the skeleton it's kind of like Less impressive.
0: And there's also this one part where Roman asks Brian for a pin because I guess like cell phones hadn't fully kicked in at this point. Right. So I'm sure
1: he wants it to write phone
0: numbers And And right? there's
1: that weird, awkward pause for like five seconds. He's like, yo, man, you got a pin? <laughs> and they look at each other, and it's like one, two, three. Four. No. Five. And then he Brian smiles, and they both turn and walk into the party. It's like a <laughs> clip out of Night at the fucking Roxbury. Yeah, yeah. They should be, like, dopping their head. Thing? Bam, bam, bam. Baby don't hurt me. Yeah, it was like... Meet
0: Monica in there, and uh, she says, Verone never socializes with hired help, and they, they must have done something right. I can't imagine what that would have been. They have done nothing right in this entire yeah. thing. Yeah, like
1: one of them tried to pick his fucking pocket for Pete's sake.
0: Yeah. And like you had said, Juan... Roman is a straight-up asshole to Monica the entire time, which apparently, or was Anthony, I it guess, being, pointed that out. Yeah. And what, apparently this is because Tyrese told John Singleton, if I, my character doesn't sleep with Monica, my motivation is I'm just going to be an asshole to her. And I guess that works. It's Man, a motivation. In real
1: life, but. she probably would have slept with him because he was being an asshole. <laughs>
0: I don't know if Eva, Eva Mendes. I'm, she I'm just saying. That's that.
1: Terrible motivation, though.
0: Yeah,
3: that's that's horrible. Like, but how does he know that? Yeah. Like, how does he know that she's not going to sleep
0: with? Like, he read the script.
3: Right, right, But other than that, right? How does the character know? Like, no, I don't think I'm not saying the character,
0: character knows. The actor knows. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, sure, <laughs> absolutely. She, she. But there, I'm a, saying, there was, there like, was. If he plays it that way, and we aren't in on that, you know, that instruction. It makes no sense why he would be an asshole. I got I got to no say
1: though. No, you know. Well no, because because earlier in the movie she does there are moments where they see where they're together and they see her she kind of blows Roman off a little bit like she gets in the car with Brian instead. Of, he goes, "Why you got to get in the car with him?" And she goes, "Because you took the whatever." Convertible. You know, so yeah. he's she kind of is it's making it little... apparent that she likes Brian. And so he's like that's my motivation that, is to hate it yeah, doesn't but see, merit that yeah, kind well,
3: of hatred I, I think that in, that in real life they some would, people are both fucking try
4: superficial.
1: to pursue
3: her even though she doesn't she doesn't care for the other guy
0: and I would also say that there hasn't been any explicit point where Brian has gone after Monica I mean like they make us he's still eyes. in love with me
1: uh. that's the real answer well, I,
2: I mean here here's the proof of this I literally had to ask you Why is he being such an asshole? Mm -hmm. Because there is no setup. Like, I get what you're saying, but it's not enough. No, you're right.
1: I know. I'm just trying to to defend it.
2: To to have that. Level of hostility. It's very vitriolic. Yeah.
1: That's, but Anthony, they showed you a shot in the last scene that said, has to be the dominant one in the relationship. Yeah, if you had paused, he's the scene establishing and read his it, dominance. No. <laughs> There's a scene that they cut where he also pees all over her leg. He's establishing not his true. dominance. That is
0: not true. Huh? Huh? No. So also, that <laughs> Roman goes to the restroom and we get uh, a little more explanation here as to what happened between Roman and Brian when uh, Brian is talking to Monica and he says, Brian says that two months after he became a cop, Roman got busted on some auto theft charges, and even though Brian wasn't part of the raid, Rome still blames him just for being a cop. Probably
1: thought he turned him in or something.
0: Could, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. that's implied for sure. And if it's not, it should be.
1: But here, here is the, the thing that I okay so Brian was a complete mystery in the first movie mm-hmm. in the second movie you start getting this backstory about him but again if he's hanging out with Roman Pierce Roman Pierce obviously is a criminal he's stolen these tires he's got a criminal background what exactly made Brian want to become a cop there's never any real reason
0: that, that we I don't I would say we never find that it out.
1: never it's never explained in yeah. any of the other movies and the thing that I it, I, it lends credence to my theory that he got busted. I, I have a theory that the character. Oh, that's my head too. Yeah. Ted Levine's character from the first movie like busted him, and was like, "Kid, you've got a good head on your You're shoulders. Good whatever. behind the wheel. Yeah. Why don't we? You know what I mean? And kind of nurtured him to like become a yeah. cop. And he's st- that's why he was so good at infiltrating that world. Yeah. Is because he's a criminal that they turn into a cop who went back to being a criminal.
2: You know That, that, really, that makes sense to all me. All three of us came to that <laughs> conclusion.
1: Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like in an earlier episode.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um. They, they cut to this far shot, and in the background, uh, Monica is like rubbing Brian's chest, and I thought that maybe he was wearing a wire, but apparently it was solely for the benefit of uh, Verone, who's watching in the foreground, to make him jealous.
1: Right. Which... Again. Why would you do this? Why would you do they this? They know he's going to meet them at the club. Why would you there is fucking There's no additional flirt with benefit.
0: Exactly.
1: At the thing. You're going to blow your cover and get you both killed.
0: So he so Carter tells some other girl assistant that he has to go get Monica and them and bring she them she works at the club. She's like a
1: hostess of the club who works the VIP room. What would I VIP do without room. you, Vito? No, yeah. I
0: just assumed he's got like eight yeah.
1: female assistants. No, she. Yeah, she's she's like the hostess of the he's club.
0: He's like uh, 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 Tuesday. Come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a thing for you. So uh, Roman returns from the restroom, annoyed that Brian and Monica are having a friendly conversation. <laughs> like he yeah. sees them talking he like throws. I'm still hands. angry. Yeah.
1: See Anthony motivation. I'm just kidding. I've got no backup for that. You're you're absolutely correct in every way, shape, or form. I just have to contradict you because that's my role on this podcast. <laughs> is Aside to be from that.
2: that last part, I'm just going to make a cut of that. Over and, and over, over and in over every and episode, every time you thought yeah. about me "You're right, Anthony." Constantly,
4: yeah.
0: And So the the girl comes over and lets them know that Carter wants to see him They walk over to Carter, who sits in a private area behind a velvet rope, manned by Ricardo and Enrique. I who love are these not guys. Big fans of Brian and Roman. Yes, Brian and Enrique are fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And I want to I want to talk about them specifically, but I think there's a part in a later episode that would be a better place for it. Not that I don't now, definitely appreciate
1: your... <laughs> that is that is something that is interesting about these guys, because we talked about how in the first movie they used real extras, like real racers. This movie, it didn't feel like they had real whatever. No. These two dudes feel like they have executive they have bodyguard have no experience. No they these never guys, say anything. These guys drip menace. I would not fuck with either of these and two again, characters. they were
0: cast separately.
1: They didn't see them together until they came
0: to shoot, which I think is great. Yeah, because they they
1: are menacing as shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Carter tells Roman to go and sit, and he has a chat with Brian. The following dialogue makes no sense.
1: Carter asks, "This is the fourth time you've said this, by the way."
0: (laughs) The dialogue in this episode, yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) Carter says to Brian, "She's hot, right?" Brian says, "She's gorgeous." Carter says that Brian's got balls and that he can appreciate his balls.
2: Telling you I'm, a bit, hey. in Team America, <laughs> <laughs> you've got balls. I like balls.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what That's, he says. It's
1: but but it further lends credence to the sometimes the cigar isn't just a the cigar theory That's right. that I have. Carter Verone has some seriously weird, like daddy issues fetishes. or something. That's how oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: start. <laughs> Brian yeah. uh, has his blank look on his face. Uh, so then Carter directs their attention to a hot blonde sitting at a table in the club flirting with some slob. And Carter explains that that hot blonde can get anything she wants from that schlubby dude with just five minutes of his time, which actually turns out to be about five seconds. Right. Um,
3: I love the fact, but too, also like he's... Why- Why get anything off a schlubby dude? Like, why use all
0: of your powers? Oh, because you don't know. He's the one unattractive man
1: in the entire club. He must be a cop. Yeah.
0: So Carter explains uh, about the hot girl, and he's all uh, excited when uh, they get up to go into another room. Carter gets all giddy. He's like, I wonder where they're going. (laughs) Oh, and Carter asks Roman. There's also like, this is a this scene doesn't flow very well. Like, there's there's four or five different sort of beats but it's like uh carter says this oh look at that hot girl carter says that and so at this point he turns to roman and and asks him about lighting uh his henchman's car on fire roman says that he has a problem with authority and carter smiles and says he has a problem with authority too Especially cops,
1: and then it cuts to a shot of Brian looking really terrified. <laughs> yeah, well, even though he's not a cop anymore. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, okay, so I I do have to say this the the scene, it does show the dynamic. It shows how Verone treats the two people because Brian shows him respect and will shake his hand and stuff yes. like that. He does it. That's why he's like, "You go fucking sit down." To Rome, he's like, "You sit the fuck down. I'm going to talk to the guy who respects me." And he talks to him, and I I got that scene is that he's testing him because he did see. Brian being touched by yep. by her, and he wants to see like, are you horning in on my girl? And so he's like, she's she's pretty fucking hot, isn't this. she? Let me ask you. This. And instead of him going, well, Mister Verone, you know, I I just kind of, he's okay. like, yeah, she is, she's gorgeous. That's awesome And then the guy's me. like, oh, you got some fucking balls hitting on my girl. That's what I kind of. So think you're that saying scene like like the other option would have been to just be like, oh no, I'm sorry, sir. Well, how if if you. If you like had a buddy who had a hot girlfriend and and your buddy was like, What do you think of her? You don't go, Oh yeah, she's fucking hot, dude. Well, I wouldn't say you it kind like of go, that. You kinda go, Well, you know, she you know, yeah, I'd she's be like, great. Yeah, she's high, dude. yeah, you try she not to sister? like make it you, but that's the yeah. thing is you try to make it like you're not attracted to this right, girl. Right. So it's so he's expecting that um that this is gonna fucking happen and she and sorry, let's cut it for yeah, a second.
3: I'll, I'll just I'll move for a second.
1: Um yeah, we'll cut for a second. would you do if there was a baby in there? It just popped out. Here, wait, do you want to bring that over? Or? Okay, okay. Anyway. So, what were you talking about with Roman? I forgot. Roman? Um, so I got I got the feeling that he was testing him. You know, if you had a girlfriend, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like he's, he's I, testing him to see if he's trying to horn in on his girl. Mm-hmm. And when Brian's like, yeah, she's fucking hot. He's like, you got some balls, you know, saying that to me. You have the balls to say that to me. I like that.
2: I, I disagree. I think this scene is purely about intimidation. Uh, Juan brought up uh, Suicide Squad earlier. I don't know why. Um, but uh, there's a scene that's similar uh, in... With the Joker in common, and I yeah. can't remember what his character is, I, I think it's like, do you have the balls to tell me in front of my face that you are attracted to my girl? Right. And he yeah. does that, and then in the the Joker scene, the Joker ends up killing him for yeah. you know that. But
4: why
0: would that be? Like, if I say, yeah, your girlfriend is hot, why are you mad at me for that?
2: Because you have the balls to say that. It's like what Vito was saying. Like, if would you rather I said she wasn't? No,
3: you you just have to be
2: respectful. Like it's, it's kind of like a trap. Co- yeah, it's like mm, the Kobayashi yeah. Maru. There is no, you know. There's no way out. There's no way out. There's Unless no you have right an apple. answer. If you're eating an apple, then you can get through. <laughs> Which is why <what, laughs> you just don't answer. You just start eating.
1: Yeah. yeah. This I mean, apple is delicious. This is just a granny
2: apple? <laughs> no, but it's a very cliched thing, and mm. and like, you know, either the writer will go with you know yeah the the bad guy is insulted. Or the bad guy, you know. I respect your candor. I respect your honesty. You know, mm-hmm. I
1: still gonna kill you, but I like your honesty. Sometimes he doesn't yeah. kill him. Yeah. Well, well
0: so mess. Carter says they're going for a walk. Carter loves to change locations.
1: Yeah, this is exactly that moment <laughs> they, where they, they where they walk yeah. through the hot girls to show you the hot girls. Yeah. And he goes, "Let's go outside." Can't we just have this conversation? You're here in the VIP room. It's quiet. <laughs> And Talk Roman's about,
0: about to steal his cigar cutter again, which is hilarious. And he's, he catches him and just says, it's almost like he expects it. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I think Carter, like, has, like, he knows exactly who Roman is. And it's just like, a thief is going to steal, you know? So, yeah. anyway, he doesn't, like, kick him out, which is what I would have done. See,
2: I, I think that he <laughs> respects people with balls. He loves balls, <laughs> as we said earlier. <laughs> That's right. Now, so, any time that, you, like, you know, he tries to, intend to intimidate somebody... And they, you know, just don't go with it. Mm-hmm. I think he likes them for it. But like, it's
1: it's weird because I had a buddy who met uh, Bruce Willis in Vegas, like, like back in the day. And he said he'd always heard that Bruce Willis was kind of very off-putting and didn't like to talk to fans or whatever. And somebody introduced the two. It was, like, a mutual friend or whatever. And he was like, so, hey, you know, whatever. And he was just like, look, I don't give a fuck that you're a big star, so don't try to impress me. And he said, like, Bruce Willis, like, shot him that movie look that he always does, that anger yeah. look. And then he was like kind of like that we're gonna get along and then the whole night he was just cool with them and they became buddies yeah. so like I think it's the person who he's like I've got a lot of power most people cower before well, me mm-hmm. you're not cowering and that's the kind of guy I want in my organization but yeah, at the same time to, I mean
0: Carter is also a criminal I'm sure he is aware of the fact that he is a criminal and yeah. so it's like I think maybe he sees some of himself both in Brian and sure. Roman in a yeah, way
2: with Roman I think it's you have the balls to steal from me right. I like balls right I'm gonna catch you
0: it's an awkward, it's an
1: awkward f- timed phrase of saying I like balls, but, yeah. you know, but or maybe, maybe he does. Yeah. Hey, he may be uh, LGBT friendly, and that's cool with us, you know.
0: So they go into another room, uh, another room in the club, it looks like. I guess there's, like,
1: champagne rooms in the club. You got to talk about the scene in the, in the hallway, though.
0: Oh yeah, like the sort of um they I said it was kind of a good yeah. scene well, but it's, it's
1: we exactly. I had that in my notes too. It was like a good fella's vibe yeah. where you think they're going to be killed, right? Cuz it keeps cutting kind of these like tense shots of like the, and also the two hitter in the back. The yeah. henchmen behind them and Roman looking scared, and like the, you know, Verone has this look on his face. And it is very yeah. good, fellas, because you're like, are these guys about to get whacked? Right. But the other interesting thing that I noted was that it shot exactly in the same slow mo, the same lens, everything as Kill Bill Volume 1, where they introduced the crazy 88s at the House of Falling Leaves. There's the, there are the shots of like Oren Ishii walking with her translator and the crazy 88s. It's exactly the same. Shots, and in the same Which kind must of have timing. Just been, um, I think but there's it's a word weird coincidence. It, like
0: a, a coincidence. I mean, like that yeah. they, at the same they, time. Because
1: Both movies came out in two thousand three. Yeah. I thought maybe he was giving influenced. a tribute to Kill Bill, but huh?
0: Maybe yeah, some sort of yeah. hive mind type thing. Because I mean, it's the
1: collective consciousness. But even if man,
0: they hadn't come out at different times, I mean, they're such different. Films, it seems like yeah, an odd thing, but it to
1: is. It is, but but it's one of those things where you can kind of crib from other movies and put them mm-hmm. in yours, and it works in Absolutely. a different fashion. But they are almost exactly the same. It's like I'd love to do a side by side video to show it. There's a because they're they're video very where, similar. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so there's a there's a bucket and a blowtorch in this room, uh, and then the hot blonde and, and the, Marcellus the Wallace slump.
1: shows up. <laughs> you stole from Kill Bill. Now we're gonna. I don't know. <laughs> they got nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know who Marcellus Wallace He's is. The, he was the. Uh, 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 he was from Pulp Fiction. Fiction. He was the crime boss. The guy. Okay. Gotcha, remember, gotcha. I'm going to go to you with a blowtorch and a pair of pliers. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Go medieval.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the guy is trying to get out of the club, but the blonde wants, is begging to stay longer. And then they see Carter in the
1: room, who introduces the She, like lures him in there. That's right. Yeah. He is With Detective her Whitworth. Dun, Uh-oh. Dun, dun. What? Yeah. The guy who plays the corrupt cop in every movie.
0: He's played by Mark Boone Jr., who is in a ton of shit. I first noticed him in Memento as Bert, the hotel... Employee. Yeah, and, and he's I, Bullock I, in uh,
1: Batman and Begins. Batman Begins. Swear to me!
0: Yeah, uh, pretty he, pretty Deadwood. good actor. He's, been, he's
1: done stuff even in the 80s. I mean, he's been around for a long time. He's the guy. Who was the dude who died? He was on, was it Designing Women? Um, he, was, he was an actor, Robert something. He was always the scummy cop the guy who always shows up hey what do you fucking care oh, and no. then and then he had a heart attack and he died and they were like let's get mark boone to play that guy it's like the exact same character and he uh, plays it in every movie really? he's like the scummy cop who's like hey you know if you want to give me 500 maybe i'll turn the other way oh, while you such take this great. car he's such, he fits that role yeah. so perfectly yeah
0: um and then uh, carter nods at the blonde she takes off and carter is ominous and that ends our 15 minutes. We have no idea happen? what's going to happen
1: with the blowtorch. I don't know. In the bucket. What He's did, probably going to use it to light a fucking cigar oh, and probably. then sit it down yeah. and leave.
0: And then yeah. smoke it, one, like take it. one hit and yeah. throw it away. Yeah.
3: Because right. that's what they
1: do. do you those, f- those are Cuban cigars, which at the time were illegal. And so, you know, that's that shows more of his, like, I don't give a shit because I'm rich. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. can get yeah. whatever he, he can get,
3: wants. Yeah, he can get whatever he wants and flaunt it.
1: Do you feel like you got a full <laughs> story out of this 15 minutes
0: one? Well... I felt that um, people went fast. Yep.
3: And I felt that there were people who were furious in this Check. movie. Mm-hmm. So in those 15 I think minutes, our job here is done. Yeah, we I, I did this. It witness, lived up to the title. Now, was it so fast? Too fast. was it so furious? <laughs> was it for fast? <laughs> or, or you know, I don't know. For sure serious? How, for, <laughs> like you know, um, I, you know it, it I would not have watched these movies on my own. I, I and in watching the scene, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know that this don't gives a to, good. Yeah, I don't. I don't care to find out more about these characters <laughs> after sure. this scene. Sure. After how, these how
1: dare you, sir? Um, you know, because like, you know, again, dare you? Uh,
3: they they start off uh, uh, Roman and Brian mm-hmm. are those the two? Okay, yep. so they start off fighting in the beginning of the scene. They, I guess, they come to some sort of understanding uh, throughout the race because they just they just accomplished something that was seemingly impossible. Yes, uh, and you know, and now with that under their belt, there they have the um, uh, the ability to now go to the big big bad guy and try to start something. I guess, I guess they lost in
0: the the the, the when they were trying to get the job. <laughs> no, they won the race to get the job. Okay, so they no. won the race to get the job. So then. W- but then Carter says, I'm going to have you deliver something. I'm not going to tell you what it is.
1: Just come to this club tonight and I'll give you more information. And he doesn't really right. Give him more information. Okay. which is hilarious.
0: But we know that he has this cop either in his pocket or, or, or blackmailing him or something. We just haven't found out yet. Okay. so and, and you know the I, I felt that
3: the main bad guy um, Roman is his name. Carter. Carter. Um, uh, Carter is uh, very bland. Mm-hmm. Like it was different. It was, I was like, is that like three different actors? I was trying to figure out like who he looks like. I kind of settled on, on Night Owl. What was that <laughs> character's name? Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Patrick, yes, he kind of looked like Patrick
0: Wilson, but like more bland. If that's possible, I think like, I think Cole Hauser does a really good yeah, job. Yeah, I do too. I, I see what you're saying. I don't. Again, I don't know that it's his fault. Like the script doesn't give these characters a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that they're doing the best they can to make something out of it.
2: This is like the third episode we've seen. Well, because it's the same movie we're yeah. talking yeah, about. Yeah. The <laughs> same movie. Um, yeah.
0: But but it is true. I mean, like I think that there's some apologies necessary for this film, but it is also not the worst. In the series or of all time. I mean there's yeah, I've seen worse.
3: So so there are worse scenes that I can watch and, and, and worse movies, sure. Absolutely. Um you know, so uh, I imagine that this is a one and done villain, or was he in the first movie? That's safe to say he's he's done after this. Yeah. yeah. So that yes, yeah, so we, we don't we don't ever come back and we never see him. So, you know, I don't
0: understand, but they didn't why know there was going to be more movies after this. I mean, like for all they knew, right. this was going to be the end of the series. Right. Yeah, and I think if you watch this movie, if there was only two Fast and Furious movies, this one would suck. I okay. think a lot of it that has to do with the fact that we know that they come to be more involved as the series goes and it gets better. So I think in yeah, that the, sense, the
1: weird the weird thing is that the first three movies are basically completely different stories they have some ties that you you get you know but but universal was basically like People are coming for the races. They didn't realize that they were coming because they love the characters at that point. And the relationships until yeah. there's this surprise moment in the third movie where a character shows up who has gone for a while, and everybody went whoa. And then Universal was like, "Wait a minute! That's what they want. They don't want an anthology." Mm-hmm. So it was almost like Halloween, how Halloween started becoming an anthology with the third film, and then they were like, "Wait a minute! There's no, no they Myers, want Michael no Myers." Myers. No yeah, so I really love the third movie. Though. That's yeah, it's kind still of great. Oh yeah, yeah. but but
0: watch it it's pretty fun man
1: you'll dig it there's a big awesome fan theory online that the third movie is in Eh, canon which you know but anyway so (laughs) that's kind of the idea is that so each of the movies were one and dones Uh and then it kind of expanded from there and they they, so they take elements from this movie even though it's kind of dumb that go into the series and they make it work
0: that's what's uh, I think that's what's so great about like having seen the later movies is how they it's, they don't just discount this second film which I think right. other series might have well I mean you know it, I, the only thing I really know about the series is again like you know when
3: a new movie comes out I may have seen the trailer or something right but I do know that it te- it's it skews to more fantastical oh yeah. right so this scene that I saw it was very realistic. Mm-hmm. Other trailers I've seen of the later movies, you know, where they're driving out of airplanes and, and driving from one building, building into another, like that just seems like the dumbest thing in the world. I don't understand how it survived that.
1: Awesome.
0: Uh, maybe um, I, I, I would say that there are things in the future films that like are in. There's there's a there's a whole conversation I'd like to have at some point, which is realism versus believability. Uh-huh. And what one through seven does is it's believable. It's not realistic. Seven or eight is not believable.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just goes apeshit. Could
0: it be that maybe the characters
3: then died in previous movies? And it's and like a Jacob's Ladder scenario? Yeah, yeah, and then these final movies where they get more fantastical is basically like their death rows. You know? That, that, that <laughs>
1: dude, dude, each equal is a different character's if they, last they, If they ended the series and it was all like Vin Diesel having a dream, I'd be both enraged. And yet somehow very satisfied. No, he, he,
0: he wakes up. He I wakes just up had the weirdest And he goes out dream. to his garage. And uh, who should pop their head up but Jesse? He's alive. Hey, it's bro. working on a car. Hey, bro. Oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. This is a favorite character. From the first film.
1: Okay. So, by the way, in an earlier episode uh, of the show, I mistakenly said that the budget of the movie was... Was forty-eight million. The production budget was seventy-six million for Too Fast, Too Furious, and it wow. grossed worldwide two hundred thirty-six million, three hundred fifty thousand, six hundred sixty-one dollars. So it got an extra thirty million. Fifty million dollar opening weekend for wow. two thousand three would have been about an eighty probably. Wow. Now. Okay. So that was that's a massive. Huge. Well, opening that's weekend. why
0: Part Three got made. Yeah. All
3: right. Well, yeah. So opening weekend, right? Part Three gets greenlit. Because it probably, you know, after, uh, I imagine that the drop-off was pretty steep, you know, as it went into the further weeks. Um, and, uh, and that was part three Tokyo Drift? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Right. So then that would have been the last of the anthology series before they decide to go into a uh, Right. The,
0: but like, then okay. you get into this whole <laughs> timey-wimey, timey wibbly-wobbly <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. So Juan, what do you got going on right now? Um,
3: uh, you can find me on Comics on Comics on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, on Facebook. I will do an episode of Comics on Comics in Spanish at uh, WonderCon. Uh, Vito and I will be doing an episode of Comics on Comics at WonderCon. That'll be the next time you can see us, um, and then hopefully we'll be able to uh, we'll have our ducks in a row so that the new season of Comics on Comics will start coming out regularly. Nice um, with uh, with Tim, Vito, and I fingers crossed um, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and you know one of the things is uh, uh, I, I had surgery and I've been recovering from that and stuff like that yeah so dude we're,
1: we're happy that you were able to get that surgery
3: Absolutely. Yeah, thank you um, it, it, it didn't help 100% but it, it helped enough that I'm you know I'm out and about so, um, you're here recording with us. Absolutely. I'm yeah. here recording out in public, um, <laughs> uh, walking amongst other humans. Nice. So, uh, yeah, the goal is absolutely to come back with Comics on Comics. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I, I've, even though I haven't been releasing episodes, I've re- been recording all of them. You know, um, my uh, now that I've had the surgery, I'm going to record uh, two more episodes of the, uh, uh, I did like a cancer special mm-hmm. um, when I hit my 10 year anniversary. Uh, And I'll do two more episodes. That's now the 15th anniversary of Of remission. Of of remission. Yes. uh, Since I've went through cancer. Um, And I'm, you know, again, now 15 years later, I'm almost feel normal, almost feel back to the person I used to be. Um, But I know that I'm not going to get back there. So I, I have to, you know come to terms with who I am now mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah you know I absolutely love Comics on Comics I love doing it
0: mm-hmm. and I can't wait to do more yeah can't wait to hear more absolutely Yay. Good times. Vito do you want to tell people for the 12th, 12th time, time what
1: you're <laughs> you, know, you do realize there are going to be people who are listening for the first time today why would it, well, they just jump so, into
0: episode 12 though well
1: because, because some people are burnt right. for <laughs> <butter>. <laughs> I know.
3: they want to know what I think they know of, Juan is on here this movie. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you can find me on most of the social medias. I'm at Vito Lapicola on, uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about awesome. It. I keep a low profile. Anthony, wake
2: up. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I'm on Twitter at ThisGameCheats. Um, and read stuff that I, I write on filmthreat.com and listen to the podcast I co host with. Oh, wow. Awesome. Very cool. Squad yeah. <laughs> episode. He was really cool, really nice. And he had some interesting things to say about suicide.
0: I'd like Squad. to check that episode out myself. Yeah. And,
2: uh, yeah. Just give it a listen. Follow me on Twitter. And don't stalk me on Facebook. Or just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Zach For Real. The show is at so Fast Podcast, And, uh, you can email us at SoFastSoFuriousPodcast at gmail.com. And you should, uh, Downloaded on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Review five-star reviews.
1: I was gonna say, if you want to cut and then we'll, you can just read that.
0: And if you like the show, please write us a nice review. Five stars on iTunes really helps us out and uh, gets us in front of other people. In fact. Please subscribe and tell your friends, speaking of that. And uh, we hope uh, you listen next week.
1: Yeah, share if you like just an episode. Share it with one person. If everybody does that, it's like the uh, hair commercial where it'll go it so forward. on and so on and so on. Yeah. Maybe we can actually eat and make yeah. a living Ooh. from the show eventually. Yeah,
4: we can that'd, have like, a nice. nice.
1: That would be nice. Making Absolutely. money off of doing what we love. I know, yeah. it's crazy. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: Thanks, guys.